what's up bros and brodettes welcome to the hype geek podcast my name is rustin so today i am the ceo and co-founder of e-coliseum joined here by my co-founder kalu who is our cmo and is going to tell you what the frick hype geek is what's going on guys this is ka um the hype geek podcast is everything culture music fashion and how that intertwines with gaming true so we try to lie in the intersect inter- oh my god i just completely messed up that word but spat all over me bro it was gross we try to live <laughs> in the intersection between gaming and all those different things because we realize that this is the forward movement you know it's no longer just gaming it's not just a subculture it's everything mainstream culture and how that intertwines so we really want to address that this is probably the 20th literally the 28th time we've heard that intro but we want to does that mean we're on the 20th episode yeah we are on the 20th episode Sheesh. we want to clarify to you that this is what the podcast is about we also do touch on a little different things like our personal lives as well as the company's life cycle. The company True. is eColiseum. This is just our podcast that we talk about some small stories and experiences while creating that startup. It, it, we created the world's first esports gym. We do physical experience in esports and we're going to leave it as that. We do have a lot more planned and we're currently working on that project in an entirety. So there's a little slips and little things that we add in um, to tell stories about where we're at as entrepreneurs. I just want to give a shout out to all the people that have been listening to us. Your feedback, the messages we get from you, fire us up, keep us going. And any way that we can help you and in getting insider info and all this different stuff is great for us and great for you. So keep listening, keep sharing. Follow us on Instagram at eCallCMTV. Post us on your Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, I just want to say we love this podcast because we're, we're seeing ourselves grow as people and as a company and understand the industry more and it's always good to be able to bring people along and have you guys see us progress through this industry and we tell our stories and you guys hopefully take something away with from it whether you're trying to start your own thing in esports trying to learn more about the industry or you're just here for the entertainment value because we try to take all the news from esports that are you know somewhat touchy but also the funny topics too so the topics we're going to talk about today are ninja there's a whole segment we're talking about ninja because a lot's a going on with him post leaving twitch yes we're going to talk about team fight tactics the new category in which we talked about in a couple podcasts ago and where it is right now cool and tell you don't tell them what it is yeah yeah just a little teaser we're going to talk about booga and something that happened to him we like to focus on him post fortnite world cup because he is a pretty spotlight child right now he's a millionaire yeah he's a millionaire talk about millionaires all the time and things happen to millionaires more money more problems right true and we're going to talk about Chris Bosch and his involvement in esports, as well as another partnership that FaZe is, is going towards. And we'll just touch on that. But what happened past weekend? Past weekend, I went out. It was a good time. Nothing, 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 nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sunday, I played, well, we played soccer with a bunch of like, pro gamers and pro streamers that's one of them is our boy yasuo and then his manager special shout out to ibrahim i know he doesn't i know he listens so shout out to you ebs we played soccer with them it was a good time and then uh, we went to japanese barbecue afterwards which was really good what's so funny to see is like maybe they aren't in good shape but holy shit their reflexes are good yeah like someone shot a ball to the kid in the goal and he's not an athletic looking kid but he blocked it with his foot like in perfect timing and i was like what yeah no that was really fun i fucked up my ankle i knew it was gonna happen soft both me and rustin played soccer in high school 
So we're like, yeah, any opportunity to get back on the field. Like we played soccer to the sunset. Like that, I told Rustin during that day, I was like, this feeling, feeling of like playing to the sunset at the park with some friends is something that you totally forget about, but it was like 90% of your childhood. Best feeling. You pull up fun. with sandals on while you're carrying your cleats. Yeah, yeah. Sit down, put your cleats on, Warm you play, up. you yeah. smell the dirt and the grass and yeah. the sliding. Have a good workout, sun sets, it's cold, you put on a jacket, and then you hit a restaurant and eat. Best <laughs> feeling in the world. Yeah, I think that's how I would like to spend all my Sundays from yeah, now on. Perfect day for sure. Yeah. Also, we, we played with Fedmeister too. Fedmeister is a famous Twitch streamer, and he grew up in LA. I had no idea. And he played on Real SoCal, which is like a club soccer team that I yeah. knew. He's for, He was for sure the best one there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he definitely had the best touch, best dribbles, yeah. for sure. We just he just needs cleats. He was using indoor cleats, so it didn't really translate well. Yeah, but yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was funny. I remember it's like what after seeing that. Whenever I walk around LA, I'm just like, dude, anyone here could be famous. Because if you look at the park we're at and the kids we're playing with, a combination of all those kids' followers amassed to like a million something. But you would have no idea no walking idea. by the park no that idea. these kids are Twitch streamers or something. No idea. It's so funny. That that's so now. Whenever I'm walking around LA and I see someone like slightly famous, like Cobb bows to bro, them. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> like you could be someone, or you could be acting like you're someone. That's the exact reason why people try to live in LA and dress the way they do but that's a whole different subtopic that i don't want to address this girl i know is on a billboard on la cienega is it a girl that you just know or you know no we'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> but that's so la yeah you live in la long enough you see someone that you know on a billboard yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah. uh but for my weekend I, I didn't just only play fortnite i actually went back to the bay area it was my birthday Woo, whoop! Happy birthday We're not doing the entire thing in this podcast, but I am now 23. So that's my age. I don't think I've ever said it, surprisingly. That's but crazy, bro. I'm 23 now. Happy birthday, man. I love Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Rustin actually got me like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, V-Books for my birthday. Very thoughtful gift because yeah. it's one of those gifts where it's like the gifts I would love to receive are the ones that, you know, I just wouldn't buy for myself. Like those are the simp the easiest ones, and I just really appreciate those because like, like shampoo, like twenty dollars I could spend paper. on V bucks. Like yeah, I have twenty dollars to spare, but I'm not gonna spend it on V bucks. <laughs> True. But like toilet paper and shampoo, I need, so I will buy that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then the ones those that are the necessities. worst gifts ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except socks for Christmas, that's like my go-to. But anyways, really? um, birthday was super fun. Went home, and I don't know. For me, that's just what happiness is. I think that weekend, this past weekend, really defined that for me because I'm thinking all this grind all this shit in LA and to be able to go back home and enjoy a weekend like that with just mm -hmm. my close friends and family at a backyard little party we hosted went out with some friends afterwards like all the struggles to be able to enjoy moments like that right yeah so I know like happiness is defined very subjectively to a lot of people and I'm not, I'm not gonna be a motivational speaker right now but the one thing I advise is just to find what makes you happy and savor those moments you preach know? Ka. preach <laughs> yeah so like what it's nothing too crazy like I'm not gonna go hard in Vegas or whatever but those moments are like, yeah, I think I'm living life properly. And to realize that at age 23 on your birthday is like the gift that I could give to myself. So that's all I'm going to leave that at. Good, man. I'm yeah. happy that you're happy. Thanks, bro. Let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. And let's get into the first topic of this podcast, which is Ninja. Ninja. It's going to be the fattest segment because... So fat, dude. There's just, there's Fatty just a, segment. a lot going on with Ninja ever <laughs> since he left Twitch, you know? And I kind of like it. Everything was 
getting a little too happy and giddy with Boring, the esports lame. industry, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, it's growing. Let's just be complacent. Let's chill. Yeah. Twitch is our dad. No pettiness. Bow down. Yeah. But nope. Ninja had to shake shit up. True. He left Twitch for Mixer. We True. talked about this in the last podcast. So listen to that before you listen to this one. But there's more drama continuing. He didn't just leave and Twitch is like, sure, whatever. Like, I know Justin Khan, the founder of Twitch, tweeted out or he retweeted Ninja's announcement i want to give background real quick basically twitch is doing some petty shit on his channel and so now ninja and people at twitch are kind of going back and forth on social media yeah yeah so continue yeah no so like when ninja announced that justin khan he's not he's not he's on the board but he's not like part of like he's not the The ceo or anything yeah nothing yeah but he just retweeted the announcement with the he said you're going to mix her with a winky face didn't he retweet it like a week later or something i don't know he but it's it's interesting. I don't know what he means by that either, because I don't know what his relationship with Twitch is like. Either he's saying rip to Twitch because he left, yeah. or he's not the CEO anymore, or he's saying rip to Ninja because we don't need him anyways. Twitch is going to do just fine. I don't know what that relationship is like between the founder and Twitch. Do you he, know? He clarified, actually. Okay. So uh, Ninja's wife called Jessica. out Justin mm. with a quote tweet and was like, this is the exact behavior that tyler was ninja was calling out saying like this is really petty how can you be a professional businessman when the co-founder of one of this platform tweets something like this like this these are the kind of people that we're dealing with and so justin replies saying like i was just saying rip because it historically when a streamer leaves a platform the audience doesn't follow but i'm also like just an observer to this and i'm all for people getting their own money right and like creating a competitive environment which is a bullshit cop-out answer in my opinion yeah but also this makes for good reporting so i like it we're going yeah. we're going forward with it yeah okay that makes sense i don't think that's bad, that bad of a response yeah it's like he's uh, allowed to say whatever he wants he is yeah yeah and but for twitch right now this is such a bad pr situation yeah. your starlet leaves and then you guys do petty shit and then your starlet calls you out on it and then you guys look like assholes yeah so so what russin's referring to is there are small things and you guys could watch the ninja he made a video he was sitting in his car just pissed off and he was saying how yeah like they did some petty stuff like they removed his verification is what he was referring to i believe and those stuff he just really didn't touch he kind of just ignored it yeah he didn't really care he was like okay that's fine yeah but one of the things he did notice was that twitch used his channel to record as a, like a recommended feed so if you go on his channel right now because he's not streaming there anymore he's going to be offline permanently it, it would show like recommended broadcasts from different fortnite pages right and he at first he was just like okay that's kind of fucked because they don't do that they never did that to any other partner that's the first time that they're doing it yeah ever no the, no page does that yeah and <laughs> to add a cherry on top of that some guy completely abused this he was a Fortnite streamer and he was under the Fortnite category, but he somehow was able to stream porn. Straight up porn on Twitch's platform. For two hours. Two Absurd. fucking hours. And no one realized that for the longest time. He amassed like he was one of the top viewed Fortnite streams for the longest time. So he had probably like twenty K plus viewers. It's one of those things that goes easily viral because you see that and hell yeah, I'm linking that to my friends. <laughs> it's just like, dude, look, there's porn on Twitch right now. That that's it's so poor. So when that happened, that's when Ninja made that video and was like, okay, I'm fine with all that petty shit you did, but like, this is where it cuts. Like, I don't have any say in what's on my channel. Yeah. And like, I'm, I was still a Twitch user. Like, it, it's kind of fucked that like after eight years that this is how my channel is being treated. Just 
simply used as something as another tool for them not nothing towards his legacy nothing like that it just seems very bitter and at this point twitch reverted it it just looks like pr control which is even worse yeah the twitch ceo tweeted out a phony apology which was basically like we were experimenting with this new feature of recommending people to for new streams and then also you know so we apologize for that we also apologize for not capturing the pornographic content it's like dude you're a multi-billion dollar platform that's owned by an even larger company how the fuck do you not have technology in place to capture content like that and just from like a safety perspective there's like people that are under 15 years old that are watching twitch streams ninja's audience is like super young yeah. when they go onto his channel and they see this porn shit what the fuck are you doing bro yeah like, really what are you doing yeah it's some fucked up shit and so then one of the co-founders of twitch justin wong did a whole tweet thread where he was basically like yo twitch you're being an idiot you're being assholes like then he started to break down why Twitch was doing it, which was really interesting. Do you have some insight on that? Yeah, Justin Wong is the one you sent to me last night, right? Correct. I did not know he was the co-founder of Twitch. Yeah, he Justin is, Khan and Justin Wong. He's, oh, sorry, he's early stage at Twitch. He's gotcha. an ex-VP uh, of Partnerships, Esports, and Community Social Influencer Marketing Teams. So he still works at Twitch? Uh, No, he's oh, ex. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that thread was probably the most insightful in terms of understanding the economy of Twitch because it's its own economy, right? I think he started by saying that this entire conflict comes back down to the core roots and internal struggle of that who owns the viewers? Mm -hmm. Is it the platform Twitch or is it the streamer? And then he starts to talk about how as a platform, their business first, right? You really have to consider that. Yes. They're gonna use they they have data, they track data, and the retention rate of someone to go on an offline channel and actually stay on Twitch is very low. Yeah. So say you're like say you're watching Myth, TSM Myth. And you go on Twitch to check if he's online. You go to his page, he's offline. You're like, I'm just going to leave because he's not online. And this is why they have the hosting stuff, right? Yeah. There's, there's, his tweet says when a viewer hits an offline channel page, they're far more likely to bounce from Twitch. Which, which makes a lot of sense. I'm sure you guys have all experienced that. And that's why they came out with the feature of hosting channels. So that streamer has the opportunity to choose who he wants to feature on his page right. so that people are able to you know, share the community but also keep the retention rates high on Twitch, and that's why Twitch has it. It's a win-win right. for both scenarios. I always wondered why they had that, now it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So when Ninja left, there are millions of eyes on his page, and Twitch uses that or understands that, and they have to optimize that somehow. They're not just going to let those viewers go to waste where they – Go to Ninja's page and they just leave because he's not online. They still want to keep optimizing that because people are still probably checking out Ninja's page. I don't know. Yeah. Like checking out his old VODs. Like I remember Ninja for the longest time would have viewers when he was replaying streams. Dude, yeah, like 30,000 <laughs> people were watching his old streams. Yeah, like because there was a time and he doesn't do this anymore. He didn't. He did, hasn't done it recently where he would just, when he's not streaming, he would be replaying streams and people would still be live on chat watching him and still talking to each other as a community. That to me was fucking mind-blowing. But like for them to now want to optimize it makes sense. They've been doing it all along. But the way they do and the way it came in a weird time frame where it's like after taking the verification off and now using this quote unquote experiment to see if people would actually go to recommended channels, the timing of it is very poor. Yeah, so the experiment part of this is the fact that normally you have the option to choose who gets played on your channel yeah. when you're offline. Exactly. What Twitch is experimenting with is 
putting whatever they want on your channel when you're offline. Yeah. So now what Twitch is effectively saying is the you're a user of our platform, but you have no control over your content. Yeah. We can put whatever we want on your channels. We can advertise other streamers that you don't like on your channel. And so they ran that experiment on the biggest dude on their platform leaving at the worst moment and when they did it it backfired because it showed pornographic videos yeah so that's basically they got uber fucked yeah they got <laughs> that, uber fucked they got fucked like it's yeah that's just poor decision making but i definitely do understand why they would want to attempt that whether it was out of spite or actually trying to optimize as a business i think they should have considered the i guess consequences in terms of the outlook in which they do may seem petty in terms of making the decisions or if it's just purely optimizing they have to consider the fact that they might look petty doing that i feel like no one would have cared if there wasn't a porn video yeah i mean people did care when they took off his verification right they're like that's just and right after they did that okay so twitch is actually mad first off well there was there was a reason behind i don't like this is a good reason but also it's like he's still being petty the reason was we don't want people subscribing to a channel that no longer is going to stream on our platform yeah but the fact that they did it so quickly and like we just live in outrage culture people were just coming up with their reason to say some shit i get it this whole auto hosting thing it's only bad because people noticed it and the re- only reason they noticed it is because of the porn video yeah so that's kind of what that's like my opinion on it but i still think it's kind of petty so it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a little combination of bad luck but they did set them el- themselves up for that to possibly happen, where it's just like people are already thinking that they're being petty, so whatever bad decision that they're making is now like amplified by 10 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. What was that face that you just made? Um, I was playing with Kaz toenail clipper and I didn't realize it was his toenail clipper and now my hand feels disgusting <laughs> what'd you think that was i wasn't paying attention i was listening to you and i was fidgeting if you guys why is this on your computer desk i mean i i cut my toenails right on my balcony right here <laughs> so like, that's so gross if you actually look outside there's a ton of toenail clippings oh i texted you to res- register our names on the server for and you had no idea what i meant i googled it and i saw this world of warcraft thing yes okay so sidebar I wanted you to reserve our names on a World of Warcraft server that all the streamers are reserving their names on. Oh. So if we go on there, then we can play with some. But what name do you want? Rustin, no, obviously. No, bro, you can't do that. Why? Because you need to reserve a name based off like your character's name, right? Bro, Sunny is Sunny Digital. Yeah, I know, but like in the World of Warcraft world, you choose Fine, something you fucking legendary. Your, like weird ass ogre butthole name. No, dude. I'll be Rustin. <laughs> Rustin is like an epic name. I'll be like a sh- Middle Eastern shaman. When I played, it was it was Talion was my name. Talion, not Kapow ninety six. You can't do that, bro. You can't even have numbers in your name. That's too newbie. All right, fine. Um, I'll I don't know. I'll call myself Kanye Westington the third, and I'm like a knight or something. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Right, uh, so back we, to the yeah. yeah. That was a weird <laughs> sidebar, but it was so funny because you think has toenails for that. At the end of my sentence, I'm looking at Rusty. And he looks completely and utterly disgusted. So I was wondering what that was, but yeah, don't just don't play with that. I guess. <laughs> Good idea. Um, so, just ending thoughts on that ninja thing. When I read that thread of like who owns the streamers, I think the easiest way for me to liken it as an analogy would be the government the u.s government and businesses right it's kind of a similar economy where as a business you own the customers right you own the customers who sell products to them 
But as a government, you control and you have control of what the businesses can or can't do. True. So it's like, do the businesses own those consumers at the end of the day, or do the does the government have a say in that? And and when when can the government leverage what they can and can't do against the businesses to control those viewers or consumers? And it's just a gray line of who owns and can do what. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of hard for them to really understand that. So well, it's just common economy practices, to, I think. To take your analogy one step further, if there wasn't any competition on other streaming platforms, one could make the case that Twitch kind of has a monopoly, in which case the actual government would come in and say, like, exactly. look, if you're doing these, like, if you're doing whatever you want to do with these streamers' platforms and they're making the most money for you, that's bad business practice and we want to intervene and fix this. So that probably won't happen, but that's what something could that yeah. could happen. But Ninja's doing pretty well. He's not getting the same amount of viewers that he would get on Twitch, which kind of proves this whole, like, the audience doesn't follow to the other platform. Mm-hmm. I thought that it would, but then I realized that the reason it doesn't follow, at least for me, is because... I only go on Mixer when I know Ninja's online. But after that, there's no other good Fortnite talent for me to watch. There's no one else I want to watch. I want to see people who are good at the game so I can get better. But if you're watching Twitch streams for something else, like maybe personality, then maybe you would go on Mixer. But there isn't good talent on Mixer right now. They need to follow up with better people. By the way, Ninja has a million active subs, and this is as of last week, Mm. which is huge. Yeah. Huge. I don't know what the price is. Let's just say it's five bucks. If that keeps going and everyone stays on, he makes five mil a, year, a month. But it's free for now, it's right? It's free for now. Yeah, so we're, we'll see how that drops in the next month. If people, after a month of being on Mixer... If it drop, no, he's not going to say anything. I, uh, yeah, but I feel like if we were to look internally, after a month and people have experience with Mixer, and if you look at Ninja's numbers right now, I haven't checked his stream recently, but when we last checked, it was at 20K, which is like probably 50% of what he usually gets on Twitch. Yeah. Then I would assume the subs drop off after that one month. But right. we, we don't know, but... Yeah, I think it's really, for me, when I look at the customer experience personally for Twitch, the reason why I use it Twitch is to experience a lot of different content. You know, it's really nice how Twitch on the left side has all your followers or all the people that you follow who's online and you can also explore and click through different things. I never once stay on a Twitch streamer longer than 20 minutes. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I do it because I'm like, I'm gonna watch Pokemon for 15 minutes. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm, I feel like I want to watch Booga destroy Fortnite. And I like to bounce around. That's how I operate. Interesting. Right? I never noticed, but that's basically how I do it too. Yeah. And that's why Twitch And And that's why, that's why it's just like people would rely on Twitch because that's where they go for their streaming content, you know? I don't think people go to Twitch to view one streamer because they're following so many. And the way the user experience works is that you, you have a lined up content list of who to switch between Mm. it's really nice how they do it Mm. so the only reason you go to mixer is just for ninja and now you can't switch between like maybe you could sure change tabs but that's one extra step between going from daquan to ninja or daquan and myth on twitch Mm, i think mixer's discovery features are better like they have a situation where like it'll recognize if you're in the final rounds of a battle royale game and it'll put you on a special channel on mixer where people can watch you yeah but i get what you're saying that's another reason why Twitch is better is because there's better content to yeah. watch. Or also just the reason why the audience shift won't be as massive for Ninja yeah, is what I'm saying. They, they need people to support Ninja. Because yeah. um, all of Ninja's fans are fans of a ton of other Twitch streamers, not a fan of a ton of Mixer streamers, right? Yeah. They're going to have to go through their own path of discovery. Which sucks. Which is going to take a long time. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it was cool at Lala. This is the last thought on Ninja. He had, like, kids in the crowd come up and play with him. 
and they posted videos of kids like going up and playing with him they're like mollied out or on drugs it's so funny like yeah. one kid tweeted a selfie of him and his <laughs> girlfriend with ninja in the background and they're definitely rolling yeah. and it's like ninja liked it or retweeted it and i was like this is so funny kids at festivals are fucked up and they're yeah. hanging out with ninja yeah that's actually hilarious yeah that's so funny so that's everything on ninja yeah it's everything on ninja but i think the next topic we want to talk about kind of leads to what we've been talking about between twitch as a platform is another game that was pretty popular for a while which is team fight tactics mm-hmm. right it is the category of auto, auto battler which started with auto chess as the dota, dota 2, 2 mod. mod and now has developed to one of the most popular ones which is team fight tactics which is riot games version of it or the people who created league of legends version yeah and we were talking about how this is a ma- massive category this is a now popping new category which should do pretty well and there's a lot of interest towards it a lot of streamers started streaming it i saw people like valkyrie pokimane yasuo all the league of legends players i mean valkyrie isn't but all those players want to try it out it's a new different format and being that people aren't really happy with Fortnite, that was kind of an alternative and for the longest time it did pretty well but more recent news has come out that team fight tactics hours viewed is starting to tr- decrease dramatically why i don't know it's it's I kind really of don't know either that's why i'm asking you yeah it's so weird. like just just by the numbers between i mean this is only a week okay, of data so, so just between august 5th to august 11th which is very very small but it went down from it went down like let me see how much it's not even like i think it's in the top 10 i believe so team tactics saw a drop in viewership that put it under 10 million hours watched for the seven day period which is an all-time low weekly viewership total as well but it's worth noting that they're above overwatch minecraft hearthstone PUBG, and csgo yeah so they're doing pretty good yeah but i think before it was like reaching close to fortnite numbers so what happened so that just means that my opinion is that the audience follows the streamer if the streamer does not stream teamfight tactics they're not watching it i think a lot of variety streamers moved to teamfight tactics yeah and that got the attention for a little bit but the moment that variety streamer decides to stream another game say go back to fortnite or or minecraft or minecraft or warcraft then the audience follows that so there's more of a following to the personality and the streamer than the actual game yeah i agree i but, think that, that's the only thing that makes platform sense platform too platform yeah um yeah i noticed that there's a lot of outrage on about fortnite season 10 on twitter obviously because mm-hmm. of the whole mech situation yeah um, so big streamers like Courage, Nadeshot, they're going to all start playing Minecraft, Yeah, which is cool. I wonder how that's going to pan out. Yeah, I, I, I've been seeing Valkyrie and Alexia Ray. Yeah, playing it too. Play Minecraft. I want to get into Minecraft, World of Warcraft, Teamfight Tactics. I just don't have the time, man. Yeah. You know? I, I want to be a full-on variety gamer. First you don't? off, I, I do. I oh, do. me too, Yeah, bro. Yeah. Because that's again like it's a dream you can play whatever you want and people will still like it first i need a really good pc that's the first step hey you're getting it for your birthday right <laughs> you and your brother i we don't know we're trying to decide stay tuned guys it's gonna happen yeah, i know it um streaming. random sidebar courage did a music video for ariana grande's oh, boyfriend yeah. and ariana grande appeared in the video and retweeted it so that's pretty cool that's our content recommendation yeah so go check that out but yeah, yeah i think team fight tactics i'm interested to see what the future looks like for that if streamers start to play it some more then yeah like from what i haven't played it but from the friends who did play league of legends who switched over to it just to try it out for a little while it just got to the point where it was like okay a lot of it is repetitive in that there are moves that you should definitely play 100 percent of the time you know got it so 
it's like rng to like there's some rng in that like your loot might be better or like these little skill points you might get or i don't i sound very ignorant because i didn't play the game mm-hmm. but there's like there's moves that like you have no control over the and skill moves that you is should, low yeah and like you just got to do that one move and you just got to pray that it works got it and then after a while when it doesn't work then you start kind of getting defeated and you just kind of start giving up i think what made it sticky was the ranking platform that they implemented right off the bat mm-hmm. but maybe people hit start hitting a plateau and they just kind of gave up i don't know got it okay that, yeah that might be the, the consequences of putting ranked right off the bat and that's why Fortnite didn't implement rank for the longest time. But I don't know. That's just all up to the game developers and what they think the community wants, right? Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I think our next topic... It's about Booga, right? Is Yeah, this is very quick. It's pretty short. Booga yeah, got swatted. Yeah, swatted. So what is swatting? Swatting is basically when someone figures out where you live and then they call the police and say that there's like an armed terrorist in there. And so while you're streaming a bunch of SWAT police bust into your house and everyone gets to see it live on Twitch and the kid freaks out. Yeah. Which is sounds funny, but it's actually really shitty and people have died yeah. doing that. Yeah, no, people have died doing that. Around a year ago, some kid got swatted and I think like his one of his family members just didn't really comply with the officer or something. He just got shot. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, it's really shitty because the officers are going there. Like As a viewer, you're like, this can be funny because it's just a streamer. The entire family is probably innocent. But they're going in like, okay, once we bust open this door, there could be five guys in here armed and dangerous, and their blood is already like boiling, right? They're trying like they're they're just like are seeing tunnel vision of like who to shoot. Yeah, they're focused. so any false movement, then you're fucking dead. Yeah, and it's just super shitty. The kid that actually called that in like a year ago when that kid died is in prison, I think. So that's mm-hmm. good because mm-hmm. they were able to track the anonymous call. He was like some hacker who was like a shitty hacker or some shit. Fuck yeah. But Booga, like his stream, I just it wasn't he doesn't have a face cam or anything. His camera is just pointed towards his hands, keyboard and mice. So you see him like his dad comes into the room and then he's just like, I can't I can't talk to you right now. But his dad like urgently like tells him he has to like leave or something. And he was in the middle and like final circle of a trios game with his trio of a trio scrim. So he just completely leaves. And then his trio is just all like frustrated like did Booga just leave mid game like what the fuck but then he comes back and he explains to them that he got swatted but <laughs> luckily one of the officers that was part of the swat like the, the swatting knew the dad um was someone who lived in the neighborhood oh so, so, he knew. so he saw him and he was like yeah like obviously i'm not armed like they probably came in thinking this is an innocent kid but we're gonna check it out anyways yeah i don't know what the call was about but luckily nothing bad happened and fuck the people that do that do never never do that you could actually cost lives it's not even entertaining that's crazy bro yeah but if you do want to watch swat compilations on youtube it's i'm not uh, very contradictory but it's a interesting kind of content recommendation of the week. <laughs> it's just to see SWAT compilations just to see how like it's like a thing you know it's a massive yeah. thing yeah yep okay and the next topic we want to talk about is chris bosh chris bosh yeah plays for the played for the miami heat i wanted to say raptors because he looks like a raptor but oh my god i think he played for the raptors early on <laughs> yeah anyway right. he's uh, an advisor to gen g and esports yeah. team yeah. right i think he's like an advi- advisor or some, get some senior title like doesn't that. make sense to me at all yeah. when they get a random sports dude to work with an esports team it doesn't resonate with me so don't do it yeah. that's my thoughts yeah unless it's like kobe bryant working with an esports player who's like kobe bryant other than that don't shove this down my throat mm-hmm. that's my thought of the day yeah he uh hung out with the gen g team i think the call of duty team because cod champs is coming up this weekend which 
Me and Rustin will be there. Oh, yeah. Call of Duty Championship happening at UCLA Poly Pavilion this weekend. Be there or be square, nerds. nerds. We'll be there. Pull up. Say hi. <laughs> Telling people to come Call of Duty Championship or else they're nerds. 100%. You're right. <laughs> we'll be chasing with Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel. Catch me in the stands. Flask. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's. I think that's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun watching that. And yeah, I think leading up to that tournament, Chris Bosch just like came in, said some motivational shit. Probably not motivational. Probably just said, "Yo, what's up? Yeah. How's my money doing in this team? Yeah. Oh, this is who I'm paying. Yeah. These couple kids that are going to this tournament, do well. Give me my money back. The COD players don't care. Most people don't really care about Chris Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Bosch doesn't really care about the COD players. Like they just that. That's how I'm viewing this. Dude, you know Arjun, my roommate, has Oladipo's phone number. Victor Oladipo. Yeah, yeah. He, he met him at a conference, that tech conference that mm-hmm. like Iguodala and those people goes to. Mm-hmm. And Arjun was like, "Yes, yeah, so, like I'm gonna meet with this NBA player. Like he's pretty small. Like I asked Saul who he was, and Saul was like, "Oh yeah, he's like kind of big. His name's Oladipo." And I'm like, "Bro, it's Oladipo." <laughs> he was like, "Wait, I've never heard of him." I'm like, "Dude, are you kidding me? It's Oladipo." And he showed me the text of him, a super casual basis. Like he said, he was a super nice guy. And they're gonna meet for coffee or something about a project that he's working on. Sick. And I was like, dude, that's Oladipo. <laughs> or anyways, sick. That's the basketball realm of people that are doing stuff. Chris Bosch, Oladipo. Everyone just pretty much has an investor because they're making so much money that they can't use, and they're just like, let's just put it into ideas that will grow our personal brands, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Makes sense. A lot of them are kind of smart and like, yeah, this is my taste. Like, I'm a gamer, so like, let's invest in something gaming. A lot of them were like, yeah, I trust you with my money. Put my name where it'll grow my brand in growing industries. And that's how it works, pretty much. I feel that. All right. Last topic is FaZe Clan doing a partnership with Burger, Burger King. King. Interesting. What do you think? Uh, I liked it just because like, Burger King likes to do fun marketing stuff. FaZe Clan does food stuff. And it was around Burger King's new Impossible Burger, so it was kind of like cool. If it was around like the new McBurger double Frank Bacon deep fried Wiener sausage, I'd be like, okay, that's whack. But it's the impro- the Impossible Burger. That's cool. And Faze gets to do the announcement. That's yeah. cool. Because Faze regularly does challenge videos on their channel where they do food challenges, they do spelling bees, just like content they do in their own house. So it makes sense for the burger king committee to go okay, boyga king we want to really glorify the impossible burger because the impossible burger if you guys don't know is it's completely impossible. vegetarian it literally doesn't exist yes <laughs> it does. just two bread patties and that's it you don't even get to see it yeah. they just put it in your mouth your yeah, eyes yeah. closed yep it's impossible to eat no <laughs> you just throw it up immediately <laughs> no it's called impossible burger boyga because- king. impossible boyga <laughs> Because it's 0% beef, so it's vegetarian, but it tastes wow. like meat. No protein? Chasm. No, there is a lot of protein. Oh, chasm. It's actually very healthy. Wow. Because it's less fat. Let me get that keto protein. crust from Blaze Pizza Ooh, with Impossible Burger don't Patty on it. Don't talk about that. I'm hungry. Yeah. But anyways, the challenge is you taste test two different things, the Impossible Burger and the regular burger to see which one's the Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. just to really show that like it's so close in taste. Yeah. For me, ace that challenge. There's nothing that could tell me that this is beef. 100%. I've had both. I've had both. I'm like, eat Kat eats a lot of beef. Yeah. So. I eat a lot of meat. Yeah. <laughs> in my mouth. I do eat a lot of steak and beef. Because so, you're jacked. Because I enjoy my protein. Yeah. Don't make me sound like a bro, dog. All right, bro. Bro. 
but I've had both. There's the Beyond Burger, which is the Impossible Burger competitor, and the Impossible Burger, which is the Impossible Burger. And it tastes pretty what similar. interesting names. If I were to make the next one, I'd be like the Void Burger. The Void you know, like burger. we're talking about shit that's beyond our comprehension. I got the fourth dimensional burger from McDonald's, you know? <laughs> Dude, do you know what I heard? The Beyond Meat Burger, which is Impossible Burger's competitor, that's a company that also makes real meat under the same brand. That's confusing. Yeah, my dad told me. He said he went to go shopping for Beyond Burger meat. And he got the normal meat. No, and then he saw that they have real beef there. I'm like, what the fuck? So why would is you it do still that? called Beyond? Yeah, under the same brand. I'm like, at least make why? it a subsection brand. Bro, where it's mad just like, confusing. Yeah, it's so dumb. But like Impossible See, Burger. See, at yeah. fourth dimensional burgers, we wouldn't do that to yeah, you. 100%. We give you a 3D burger. That's Ooh. the OG one. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like can that. comprehend that. Yeah. Fourth dimensional it just enters your molecules and you're like okay yeah. i'm nourished i like that holy shit 2d burgers 3d burgers and then the 4d burger just four patties of love yeah 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 but yeah it's smart for them to do that challenge with phase clan where it's like you test out whether it tastes like meat or not and then it really gets you thinking about down want to try this right and what was it like phase k he's like eating a normal burger this is insane and then bro. he eats impressive burger and he's like that's insane bro <laughs> Jarvis, this is insane bro it was like trust like, what? trust this is trust yeah those guys are fucking hilarious so excited so to put a it works it mouth. works with that and <laughs> they also had a pop-up at burger king too that's insane bro <laughs> it is insane so burger king did the, the whole yeah, yeah the whole thing they, they, they had a video game back in the day did you know that burger no. king made a line of burger king video games for xbox no 360 fucking way. yeah sidebar was again. it good no okay so that actually means... one was like a tony hawk pro skater game it was kind of okay. sick anyway so yeah. burger king's been in the gaming industry all along so yeah it's true so maybe pretty authentic it's hype geek as frick they man. didn't they didn't choose fa- they cho- chose phase clan partly of their demographic but mostly because they do challenge videos and that's the new viral way in YouTube because they're guaranteed a couple million views from FaZe Clan channel where mm-hmm. it's just like, let's put eyes into our product, make people really th- understand the difference between impossible burger meat or the similarities between impossible burger meat and regular meat. Yeah. Right? It's just a whole educational thing. So that's probably the main reason. Nothing too heavily on the esports side, more on the content side. Got so it. So I guess it's a it was cool. pretty cool thing. Yeah. All right. I mean, we gave you guys our content recommendation. Mine was Ariana Grande's boyfriend music video mm-hmm. done by Jack Courage Dunlop. Cat wants you to watch swatting compilations on YouTube. <laughs> though I though I do never I never do recommend it. It's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, my other content piece would be to check out Labo L A B O. They're vinyl figurines that are made from Twitch streamers. So like Ninja has one, for example, mm. and they're kind of like Funko Pop. But the difference is is that it comes with an app that's augmented reality powered where like you can play games with the figurines that you've bought the game that they're making looks crazy it's basically a battle royale but each street like you can play as your figurines and your figurines come with skins depending on when you bought them and stuff and each streamer has different special abilities in the battle royale so like ninja has a mech that he flies like dr disrespect has like a special gun in this battle royale thing that they're going to launch eventually that's for a, pc that's pretty cool it's pretty dope check it out i like it that's all i'm going to say about that i think we end the podcast now yeah, right that's it that's insane bro we went everywhere in this podcast we had like three different sidebars we just you know that's going impossible everywhere. bro <laughs> <laughs> they should have paid they should have paid k oh like my god yeah they should have done that fucking morons dude because there's entire phase meme instagram pages that just do memes about k saying that exact thing damn 
Burger King, hire us, bro. We consult, you know, the entire thing. We got you, dog. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> I could cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace.